Hello everyone, this is Mia Gleghorn tuning in for That's the Tea Sis. This is my fourth episode and <laughs> with me I've got Emmy Campbell, WA resident, ex-mouth, one of my best mates. So welcome Emmy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> feel very privileged. <laughs> um, so getting right onto it, what... Did I get up to this week or in the last couple of weeks? It's been a while since I've filmed a podcast. Um, my last one was with Luce, my mate. Um, so in that time, I've since made the mullet man my boyfriend. I asked him. Yeah. We love that. I know. We do. We do. We love a woman asking a man. Yeah. I just asked him just flat out. He was like, yeah course and I was like oh my god thank god that's over um <laughs> but yeah um I also just scraped into WA before the NT had that nasty lockdown which I think they're still in so I've been in WA for about a week and a, a half yeah oh maybe just over a week um and my mum and my little nephew Jai we drove to Exmouth yesterday from Geraldton up to come see some friends like Emmy because I haven't is... seen her in a whole year. I know that's gone so fast. It's been crazy. Um, but yeah, it's lovely and warm. We went and tan today. Went swimming. It was joy. So getting on right, Emmy. Tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? What do you get up to? Everything. <laughs> I um, do everything. I do everything. <laughs> I think I'm pretty cool. So what do you do for a job? Um, I recently just started my new job. Joy. I work in one of the mines up in Parabadu. Love it. Driving the big trucks. It's massive. It Did is. you know I've seen a photo and Emmy is literally a quarter of si- quarter of the size of one of the wheels of one of the trucks that she drives. I mean she's small anyway, but the trucks up there are massive. What do they load around? Uh, 240 tonne, roughly. Of what? Iron ore. Iron ore. Oh, so you're in the iron ore business. Okay. I should have known that, Rio Tinto. Um, cool. And when you're home, what do you usually do? I know you and Marcus do a lot of spearfishing and whatnot. A bit of surfing. Dabble. dabble. She dabbles. <laughs> she dabbles. She's a bit of a spear woman. A lot of men envy her, which is why she's here. Fish fear me. Yeah. She's here to talk some shit on the potty. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. So to start off, we are going to be talking about social media and how toxic it can get. And Emmy, who has quite a number of followers, is probably the right person to talk to about this. Um, so yeah, we're going to get into that. And then we're also going to talk about housemates because myself and Emmy have both like recently, well, when I moved to Darwin, it was the first time I've ever lived with housemates other than my family. And I think Emmy's quite the same. So, um, yeah, we're going to delve into that a bit and just, we're going to cover a bit of housemate etiquette because a lot of people don't have it. And I wouldn't say we're going to rip shreds, but (laughs) we're going to cover it. So I think that's it. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Social media. How many followers do you have? 22,000. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I think. And I think, like, over the last couple of years of me knowing you, I've seen on there, like, people's comments about you spearfishing. And some of the shit that people say is fucked. Absolutely fucked. People don't like it. Yeah. Like, I... It's just... It's so toxic. Like, what's one of the worst comments that you've ever had said to you? Um, it was probably when, like, a notorious Perth vegan... Oh. Like, shared photos of mine. And then all her little followers started sending me messages. Was this about you catching fish? Yeah. Spearing a fish? Yeah. Oh. Nothing like fishing for the future. Oh, Jesus. And what did she say? Um... It was just like, I got an onslaught of messages yeah. just about like to kill myself for killing a sentient being and all this other stuff. Just like comments. I ended up blocking like 50 people, I think. That's fucked. They told like, you to kill yourself. You can't like even respond to them either because you just get like the onslaught. onslaught. Yeah. It's not even like a conversation. It's just an attack. Oh, that's so horrid. How people say that to other people. About literally just catching a fish. God forbid. Yeah. And then, like, I didn't retaliate with her, but I did post a few things of what was said. I think I remember that, yeah. yeah. She replied and was like, I never incited my following to bully you. You are a fucking bully, though. And I was like, you Telling someone to kill themselves. took photos of mine and shared them and told people to come and enlighten me. So not in so many words. I was like... I thought hippies were supposed to be nice. Or vegans. Maybe it's in all the veggies they eat. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's got to be. Like, have a conversation with someone. Don't go straight for the jugular. Yeah. Like, say. Like, she said that she chose me because she wanted to change my mind and my views so that I'd change people that follow me. Yeah, because like, you have a big following. Don't following. do that by attacking someone. Yeah. And their lifestyle choices. Mm. Send me a message. I'll either converse with you or I won't. Don't attack me. Yeah. And especially, too, because you're like a complete stranger to this person. Like, how, how the fuck are you going to enlighten someone who doesn't even know you? I'm Why would gonna, they listen to you? I'm not going to get on social media and tell someone else how to live their life. No. And, like, I wouldn't like I listen to some random that's just slid into my DMs being like, you're a fucking bitch for killing fucking fish. <laughs> like, I'd be like, yeah, cool. Who even are you? I don't know you. Fuck off. God, people. And I feel like not only, like, that side of social media, but there's also, like, the side to do with like relationships and stuff like I I look back on like my mum and dad's marriage and like dad had to call the house phone to speak to mum and like grandfather would answer and he'd be like oh who is this yeah Yeah, like had to call the house phone but nowadays like back in the dial-up days yeah like and mum was married to dad like at my age now. Yeah, I think mum had me before. Yeah. She was my age. Yeah. And they were married. I feel like married. relationships and like not saying like that it's like that with like your relationship with Marcus or mine with the mullet man, but <laughs> I'm still calling him that, everyone. Sorry. That's catchy. Um, I like it. 
yeah, I just feel like it's got a massive influence on people not staying together because there are going to be those bitches that slide in to your man's DMs because they think he's hot and it's so easy to do. Like, I can't say that I'm guilty of it, but I've definitely slid into DMs of guys like they haven't had girlfriends. But I've, it's just that easy to just be like, hey, what are you doing? Mm. Like, yeah. Have you experienced anyone sliding into your man's DMs? Yes. I, I, I'm... Gross. Yeah. We don't have to speak about it, but like, there's like no girl code. Yeah. Nowadays, either. Yeah. Like, there's no like. And did this person know that you and Marcus are together? We're not exactly hiding it. Like, we're very open about, and I'm very open that I'm dating him, and she follows me on social media, and I post him, and it's funny because, like, I've actually met this person with him. Yeah. So it's not as though, like, it was Rank. a... Yeah. That's such a shitty way to behave. It's just, like, there's no respect, and I don't have any respect for them. No. Like... Why would you, though? They're trying to ruin your relationship. It's not like she's just a random girl and she's messaged your boyfriend and then goes, oh, fuck, he's actually got a girlfriend. I'll probably oh. backpedal. Like, it wasn't like that at all. No, it's like they're looking for either reaction mm. or some kind of like they want to feel wanted or that they can get anyone. I feel like that's the thing. Like girls yeah. feel more attractive if a, like a, a man that's taken, yeah, is hitting on them because they're like, I'm hotter than his girlfriend. Is that a self confidence thing or what? I think so. Because I, think I don't get insecure. It's that very, is not the way to boost your, your own self confidence. It's an insecurity thing, I think. Like mm. it's like looking for like. Male validation. Yeah. Like, chicks get off on that. We don't do that around this podcast, do we? I'm not about that. <laughs> I'm about validating myself. Yeah. Like, I want to look hot, but I'm not going to get me. someone else's man to come and tell me I'm hot. I know I'm hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love that. No, we don't need that shit. And for the girls out there that do break girl code, and we will cover that, um, I don't know. What do you do about that? I feel like, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's like a immaturity thing, but like, I feel like it's like a, a world knowledge thing. Like as you get older, mm. you kind of want to like start settling or you want to like figure your shit out. Yeah. Whereas like when you're young, you're like, there's no. And you and Marcus live together as well, which is even shitter. Like you literally live in the same fucking house in the same bed. And someone who is very well aware of that, is still sliding into DMs. Like, that... That's like, bad. That's bad. And then to pull the, like, innocence card. I'm like, you're fucking calling him at three in the morning. Yeah. There ain't nothing innocent about that. No. Like, play it off all you want, but... Yeah. Nah. I'm not into that. Not at all. But, like, also, like... Does it take for someone like that to experience it for themselves to be like oh fuck that actually really sucks i feel like if that happened to said person or just anyone in that position they'd be upset and they'd hate it Mm. because it is it is a horrible horrible feeling like my first boyfriend when i was in (laughs) cheated on me and i've had like issues ever since yeah. yeah, like I, 
every boyfriend that I've come across, I've never trusted. And it's taken ages for me to gain their trust because mm. I've, at the age of like 16, 17, got burnt and then couldn't just like went into these relationships being like, this is going to happen again. This is going to happen again. This is going to happen again. And I feel like the people that do cause these scenes, like this person that slid into Marcus's DMs and was like calling him and shit, like does she actually really realize what the repercussions of that are? Like not so much for her, but for you, like you must've felt so shit and worried yeah, I feel like I'm, like, the least, like, I wasn't what she was thinking about. Like, you know, yeah. like, we're not friends. No. Her, like, her responsibility wasn't to me. No. She's not looking out for me. Yeah. The only person that I should have on my side is Marcus in that situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. not this other chick. Like, yeah. I have no self, I have no respect for her. No. Like, he, he respects me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm not friends with her. She feels like she has no... Well, yeah. Regard for my feelings or how I... Mm. I don't even know what she was trying to achieve, hey? Yeah, because I I went to school with Marcus and that motherfucker would never, never cheat on you. I know him way too well and I know that he... Well, he should be worshipping the ground that you walk on (laughs) with a fucking dump truck of an ass like that and a good rig. What more could a man want? Not some random that fucking calls him at three in the morning. (laughs) Exactly. I can't fillet fish. I'm just a provider. He'd miss me too much. He would. He would. For sure. Bang and rig. Good personality. (laughs) Can cook. Can provide. Can sometimes clean. Yeah. You're not too good in that one. No. (laughs) That's not what's You do everything else but that. Marcus is a good cleaner. Which is fair. Which is fair. I understand that. Um, yeah, so I just think that, like, to any of the listeners out here, if you've ever been in that situation on either side where you've been in what Emmy's experienced or you've been that person, which if you have, I hope you fucking change your ways because that's really shitty behavior to continue, um... Just thinking about the other person and like the effect it has on them, but also like trying to ruin a how many years? Three and a bit. Three, three and a half year relationship. Like, mm, walking on eggshells there, mate. Just gotta put yourself in the position. Yeah, you're in that position, and someone did that to you. You'd be pissed. That's what we're taught as kids, though. We're taught to like treat others how you want to be treated. Like, if you, re- like, fair enough. If you, you're happy for other girls to message your boyfriend because you, you decide that you want to treat others like that, like, so be it. Fucking good luck to you. But, like, have a think about how you make someone feel and if you would like that to happen to you because I can sure as hell say that, no, you fucking wouldn't want that happening to you because it fuck- it's shit. It's shit. It should never be done. But anyway... Um, right. <laughs> we just had to have a quick break. Quick intermission. Yes. Oh, we talk some shit. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> About what we can and can't say. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
Swearing is um, definitely allowed, though. I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next we are going to talk about – what were we going to talk about? I don't know. What was I even talking about? I had a mind blank. Same. I know we're talking about bitches and body image and photoshopping. Yes, photoshopping. Right. Which leads into also like thirst traps and unrealness. Yes. Okay. Photoshopping. Have you ever done it? I've definitely done it. Yeah. I feel like everyone's (laughs) dabbled a bit. Not recently. Like back in the day when I was like 16. Shame Mm. job. And they're not even good. No. Like, I don't know about yours. Like, I've had a bit of a stalk back in the day. But, like, it's nothing's as technical as it is nowadays. It used to be, like, you just blurred out mm. anything and everything. And yeah. you can tell. You, like, blur your whole head. Literally. You blur your whole face. <laughs> and your so eyes like... are, like, the only shiny bit. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd, like, accentuate your eyes. And it would be really... Or whiten your teeth. And it's too much. <laughs> God, we were so bad at that. But that is literally what we were led to believe was okay. That was normal. Yeah. That was like, oh, my God, I've got a pimple on my face. I've just got to well, blur like that out. Me, i got a monobrow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a fucking thing. But, like, I haven't done it in years because I'm all about that body positivity. And when I am feeling a bit chunky, like, it kind of is – it is what it is, really. Yeah, your ass is looking pretty – pH fat at the She's moment. She's thick. She's thick, girl. <laughs> um, we got the badonkadonks. Yes, we do. We do. Do you know what people use nowadays? I know there's just like your run-of-the-mill Photoshop. Yeah. Which is like Lightroom as well. Yeah. You've got Lightroom, Photoshop. you got Facetune. you got Facetune video. Oh, what? You can Facetune a video. Of yourself. Yeah. Like, That's fucked. It's all over TikTok. Like TikTok... You see it all the time, these chicks with these tiny little waists, and it's a video they put up. But you can literally Photoshop a video. That's loose. That is loose. I can't. Like, for future generations, like, what is that doing? Like, it goes above, like, angles and lighting. It's like, people don't look the way they look in real life. Like, I've seen chicks, even at the local pub, that, like, I've seen... Uh, the potty. The potty, man. <laughs> Like, and I probably look really different to Instagram than I do in real life. Mm. Like, everyone does. You're not going to post crappy photos of yourself. You want to look your best all the time. Yeah, very true, very true. But, like, I've seen them, and I've gone, holy shit. Who is this person? <laughs> Literally, you don't recognize them. Like, they're just obviously so insecure. Is it, like, just mainly skin? Themselves. No, it's, like, oh, it's skin, Yes. Which is fine. I've photoshopped mm. out pimples before. Like, everyone has insecurities. Yeah. But this is, like, photoshopping everything. Like, every part of you. Like, like curve. Your, yeah. Like, your waist, your ass, your legs. Blurring. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't like my hips sometimes, but yeah, I don't people really like would fucking dips. know. People would know. <laughs> you imagine if I photoshopped and, like, rocked up everyone would be like, damn, girl, you got no hips in your photo. Where are they at? They're right here because you can't fake that shit in real life, sadly. That's where it gets you, hey. Mm. But I feel like body positivity, like, if you can feel good about yourself and be able to say, like, oh, haven't been eating very well the last couple of weeks. I'm feeling a bit chunky, but I'm still fabulous. Yeah. Like, that is the way to go with your body positivity because anything else, 
Like, and I've seen it firsthand lead into eating disorders mm. and stuff like that. Like, I happened to a friend of mine, like, at school, and it was horrible to watch and, like, to watch her go through it and, like, the effects that it has on people years after recovery. Like, I've taken care of a lot of patients with um, eating disorders and, like, yeah, it's pretty horrible. And, like, you think that all leads back to the shit that we post on social media. Well, everyone's trying to attain perfection. Yeah. But there is no perfection. Yeah. Perfection changes. It's subjective. Yeah. Like, it's changed in however many hundreds of years. Mm. I look at, like, I have, like, brief moments where I, like, you know that Isabel Mathis chick? Mm. Stunning. Yeah. Has an absolute rig. Oh, it's like pops. Not attainable for me. Oh my god, these girls. Tiniest little rib cage, small shoulders, little waist. I am a chunky queen. I am built like a brick shit house. Yeah. Like I've got a smaller waist, but you're five what? Like five three on a good day. No. (laughs) (laughs) Five three with some shoes on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. And then like I can't imagine what people go through in the modeling industry. I wouldn't be able to do it. No fucking way. Oh, it'd be so much. That's like enough pressure just like posting a photo of yourself on Instagram. You took it to the beach with your friends. Yeah, because you're you're like, you used to be sponsored by Billabong, hey? Yeah. Yeah. And what was that like? Uh, Or were they pretty? Well, nothing was really said specifically. Like I still do some work for Billabong. Like Mm. I still do some. Yeah influencing if we want to call it yeah you get sent a few things and that's I cool surf. my sister's still sponsored by billabong yeah but i'm not the body type that was this is like it's all changing nowadays yeah. but back in the day a lot of my girlfriends that were skinny and even the rock like roxy and a few of the other girls mm. very slender frames yeah very small yeah wouldn't actually promote women that they had sponsored because they were the right body shape for yeah. the modeling side of it yeah amazing surfer Insane surfers, just not the right look. Yeah. So you think you were too short for them? Oh, I was too, I was too big. Too thick? Too thick. Hey, I honestly envision what Lizzo says. Like, nothing wrong with being, I'm having a fat ass. that bitch. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that would be hard. Well, I've also like, back then I was a child, like I'm... Still young, but, like, I was literally going through puberty at that point. So, it's, like, you go from being this, like, string bean Mm. to putting on weight in places you've never put on weight. Mm. And, like, you you struggle with that. (laughs) Fuck. It doesn't stop remember. I remember the first time that I was, like, what the fuck's going on? I've always had a booty, but, like, my booty's, like, tripled in size as I've I used to wear size 8 shorts. And then literally one day, I couldn't fit into it. I couldn't figure out I why. I cried when that happened. Yeah. I was like 19 and I went to this PT, Jess. Is it Jess? I don't know. Sorry, I've forgotten. Back in Jerome. And like I was speaking to her and I was like, I feel like really unfit, even though like I'm doing so many sports, like what's going on? I'm not fitting into my size eight shorts anymore. And we did like this full on fitness test and I absolutely aced it. And she was like, Mia, I think it's literally just the fact you're becoming a woman. Like, your hips have mm. grown. Like, the, you're at that age where 
well, you can't really help it, but your hips move out because you can reproduce. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? I want to get back into my size eight shorts. And from then on, like I have fully changed my whole style. Like Mm. I was one of those kids, a string bean, for example, that used to walk around with size eight, size six shorts on. You would have been a size six, I reckon. Yeah. And then a t-shirt. Yeah. And I've had to like fully change up how I dress. Like now I wear like nice dresses and, and I don't yeah. really prefer wearing Same. shorts because I don't like my it doesn't suit so my much. body body type anymore. Yeah. Like, and it's like that progression from being like string bean to becoming a woman. Oh, it's, it's like string bean tomboy yeah. to like woman and owning the fact that you're like feminine. Yeah, and you've and, got curves. Yeah. Like, I don't have massive boobs, but, like, my cousin has, like, double D knockers. And, like, even for her, going through puberty and having to, like, learn that, like, the way she dressed was very different Mm. to me. I remember girls in primary school with, like, proper big boobs. Mm. And they struggled. Because you're still children, but your body is becoming a woman, but you're still a child. Like, you're in, like, year seven. Like, you're young. Oh, we're still budding. <laughs> I, I'm still budding now, honey. We're still budding. <laughs> I used to tell myself, every year, next year I'll get boobs. Next year they'll grow. Yeah. And I'm still telling myself that at 23. Yeah. yeah next feels... year I'm like... <laughs> Mind you, I've like, I went from being like bullied at school for having no boobs. Like, I used to get called a man. And I was like, yeah, fucking oath. You want to fight? Like, I'm fuck you, man. Tell me I've got no boobs. How big's your dick? <laughs> I was an absolute unit you as would have a been so teenager. Um, ruthless. Hey? But now, like, I just, I kind of accept the fact that, like, this is my body and, like, I can wear nice dresses without you a bra. You don't need you know? to have breasts or boobs or whatever you want to call them to be politically incorrect. Inc- uh, yeah. Iraq. Cans. Yeah. Jugs. Yeah. You can be feminine without boobs yeah and for the girls that do have them flaunt it all the power to you yeah exactly like we have fat asses you've got a big set of racks is that what you call them racks i don't even know what they're called because i don't have them (laughs) god bless (laughs) but yeah like i don't know it's strange like transitioning from like being a string bean to nothing Mm. Well, not to nothing, sorry. To being everything. To being everything. Yeah. It's weird. But, um, okie doke. We're back. We had another break. Soz. (laughs) We need to talk some more shit. Um, okay. And what did I speak about in the first bit? I said we were going to cover housemates, weren't we? Mm. I had a fucking horror housemate. A horror. I heard about this. I mean, God forbid if she ever hears this, but that's on her, not on me. Because <laughs> fuck and hell. Like, house housemates are hard because you're so used to having your own personal space. Like, share houses mm. are hard. I went from living, like, with mum and dad and Sonny to sharing a house with three other girls. Mm. Yeah, and like I didn't, yeah, I didn't have the master bedroom either, so I shared a bathroom with 
two of the other girls, which, like, the bathroom wasn't an issue, but, like, I don't know. I think it's just how you carry yourself and, like, respect from your other housemates. Like, I went into the house being like, hey, guys, I've never lived out of home before, so if I do anything that annoys you or, like, anything like that, just come to me and let me know. And, like, you know, because I don't know anything different. Like, I need to learn. Mm-hmm. And... I kind of just took, like, my basic principles from home, living at home, into the house. And, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really struggle moving in with three other girls. It was more I kind of copped a bit of shit from one of them, Mm -hmm. just, like, about small stuff. Like, what did she say to me? She was like, you... You put this in the wrong bin. I went, what? What? What do you mean? A bin's a bin. You've put something that can be recycled in the wrong bin. Oh, okay. Yep. Sorry. Yep. I'll make sure that I don't do that again. Meanwhile, literally having to say, I've literally come from Geraldton and they've only brought in recycling in the last three months. So... Cut me some fucking slack and, like, don't be so passive-aggressive. But instead be like, hey, Mia, just for next time, like, this is what you put in the bin, you know? Anyway, she's gone out of my life, so that's all good. But it was a really stressful six months for me. Like, I had never lived out of home before. And I just found that I was, like, always stressed about getting ripped a new one for stuff. Yeah. Stepping on eggshells constantly. Yeah. Because you don't know what triggers people. Yeah. And, like, we – it's not – like, we did get along in a sense, but also two very different people. Mm. And that was, like I – I think that was the issue as well. Like, I was just kind of like, I – like, we have nothing in common. And, like, the girls in the house all wanted to, like, be friends. And I was like, I've – like, you know, I've gone out and made my own friends. Like, I'm not just solely here to hang with you 24-7. And, like, the other girls were quite res- respectful of that. Like, Han and Soph, they were pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. We, sorry, we had another break. We had another water break because it's hot here. We are going to talk about... Dish etiquette. Is that, <laughs> is that what you'd call yeah. it? I mean, because oh. Emmy, Emmy lives kind of in like a share house situation. Um, but like I've had had a roommate that like would literally do everything in her power to not pack away the fucking dishes or wipe the bench. What do you think about that? doing dishes and there's a single cup left that another person in your household has used put it in the sink wash it or stick it in the dishwasher that you've just filled and you turn on Mm. don't leave it on the sink while you do your dishes or put them in the dishwasher turn it on and just leave all the other dirty cups because you didn't use them yeah you nasty that's just a dick move yeah that's um senile is not really the word to use there is it it's 
Rude. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Like, a single teaspoon's not going to kill you. Like, doing washing. So it. you've, like, lived in houses where people have done that? Yeah. Been, like, so house. spiteful that... Oh, my God. That's fucked. I mean, like, I would, like, get home and I'd be like, oh, I know who's been cooking. The fucking bench hasn't been wiped down, like... Or, like, I know who's been here. Like, all their shit's left out. But I'd just do it anyway because it was nice for me to just have a clean house. Like, that's one of my pet hates. Like, I probably do a lot of shit that annoys everyone else. Like, I'm not an angel in the situation. I'm yeah. very hard to live with. I acknowledge that. Mm. But, like, fuck me. Clean your shit up, bitch. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be better. Like, I do the floors. Like, I come home from my swing and I clean up. Yeah. I clean the house. I clean the floors. Try to keep our couch clean because that yeah. shit is—it's light grey. Yeah, yeah, you got to clean. You got to keep that clean. Mm. Yeah. And then little Zig, our little dog. Yeah. Our housemate's dog. She's such a cutie bum. She has hair everywhere, uh, which is fine because we love having her inside. Yeah, but I yeah I think it's just like learning that like you're not proving a point leaving one fucking dish out for someone and it did it like it happened to me too. And, like, even I would leave my shit out on the bench and I'd get home. And, like, you know, I have paid for furniture in that house mm. and I would get home and my shit that I've left on the bench, like my laptop and my stuff that I was going to get into the next morning has all been fucking dumped on my bed. Yeah. And I'm just like, you do realise that I fucking live here as well? Yeah. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I have every right to leave my laptop yeah. and my notebook with a pen nicely on the bench, not spread out everywhere, but I get back home and it's just chucked on my bed. Like I understand like, you know, it's not like I'd leave shit out on the bench for like no good reason. Mm. Like it's there for a reason. It doesn't need to get moved. Don't fucking touch my shit. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. It's really passive-aggressive behaviour, and I'm not about it. I feel like it just comes down to the thing where it's like, yes, we pay the same rent, mm. but I've contributed a lot more to this household. Yeah. Then, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And it is hard, too, like, when your housemates, you know, do have a lazy week. Like, I know I have lazy oh weeks God, as well. And you're all just trying to work together to keep everything nice and, you know, keep mm. the flow continuing. Like, I don't think anyone endeavours to intentionally piss off their housemates and make an uncomfortable environment. Well, you'd fucking hope not. Mm. It's hard enough to you live with people. Not. It's hard enough to live with people you like half the time. Like. Yeah. You know what they say? They say you should never live with your best yeah. friend. That's what I've heard too. You'd end up killing each other or mm. hating each other. Yeah. I mean, like, because like then all your little annoyances people do, like people annoy the shit out of each other. Yeah. And it's like it's just people in your space. Like before we had housemates, it was just Marcus and I in the house. Mm. The whole house. He works month on month off. Yeah. So I'd always have minimum four weeks on my own. Yeah. My own thing. Just whatever. Yeah. Like. And that would be really hard. People coming into your space. Yeah. But also, like you, like are accepting them them into your space as well you know oh, it's like, a big adjustment for you as well yeah. yeah 
Like, um, it's not just my space. It's everyone's space now. My, yeah. my space is my bedroom. Mm. And that's what really irks me is when people go in there, even if it's just to put something in there. I'm like, I'm really funny. Like, what happens if my vibrator's out on oh, my bedside table? I've done that. I've done that. My butt plug. I've left my stuff out on the <sighs> table and people have gone through it. And it's like, oh, ill. I mean, not ill, but like, <laughs> don't make eye contact with my intimate devices. <laughs> How dare you? Like, that's your space. And like, you can just tell you walk into a room and something's off. You're like, someone's been in my space. And it might be my room. Half times a pigsty because it's my space. Yeah. The house is still. The house is clean half the time. Yeah. Everything's clean. I clean the kitchen. I clean the floors. Yeah. I. This is everyone's space now. Yeah. That and is you, my space. you have respect that people in I, your house want yeah. their space to be clean. At but the like, start, I was I was struggling with that. Like yeah. I left a lot of shit lying around, mm. and I've tried to better myself. Good work. And, like, I feel like I'm pretty good. Like, I've come home to the beach today and I've just dumped my rug on the floor in a bag. I think I did that. That's okay. Don't stress. Souls. But, like, it is a lot cleaner than it usually would ever be. Yeah. Even, like, I feel like it's, like, a maturity thing, too. Yeah. Just keeping your space nice. Yeah. I sage the house, too, when no one's here. Oh. You know, it's really space. good for your mental health to have, like, a clean living space. Mm. And you just, like... Good for your sleep hygiene push out all the negative energy in your yeah. house you just sage the, only invite the positive you sage the fuck out of it yeah i've done that many a time <laughs> get rid of the bad juju my mum brought me a sage stick for darwin i haven't used it yet because it sets off our um smoke alarms which mm. is the pain in the ass i like you should see me when i do this house i like do out here sprint down the hallway to go past the smoke alarm mm. and go do in my room and everything yeah yeah do you say anything when you when you smoke smoke it out yeah, I've got a few little things I like to say. Probably one. I'm not going to share them. But, like, I don't know. It's just a routine thing. I don't do it very often. I like, I don't like it. I don't know. I just get a, a vibe sometimes. And yeah. I do it. And I do it when no one's here. Yeah. So, like, I'm not interfering with anyone else's energy, I guess. Like, it's just mm. clearing everything. And I usually do it when I've cleaned the house. And the house yeah. is clean and my room's clean and everything's clean. Yeah. And you just That's like, nice. It's oh, a nice little ritual to have, I think. Maybe I need to start doing that. Put my diffuser on. Put yeah. my little incense sticks. Mm. Put some music on. Ziggy would love that. She would vibe that. She's allowed in. She's not, she's not meant to be inside. She's not really an inside dog. But she's inside on her mat with me. Sometimes at night. Yeah. When you watch a movie or something. Yeah, she's calm. Up. Well, she's so energetic. Yeah. Constantly. Like, we had tried to have her inside before because we felt bad for her. And it was just the heavy breathing. Yeah, she was like... <laughs> and, the and I was like, wagging, oh, it was Ziggy, like no. Ziggy, you've got to go. This The microphones are going to pick it up. Sorry. Like, we love you, but you've Sorry, got to babe. go back outside. <laughs> and she was like, why? She was whining. Yeah, oh, she was so sad. Bad. It's all right. She's been taken to the beach, thankfully. Um, Okie joke. Well, I think we've covered that. So... Last thing I like to do on the podcast is a bad first date story. Do you have one? I honestly haven't dated that many people. And most of my dating was like high school. Yeah. Which is all bad. (laughs) It's like, I don't know, just child stuff. Yeah. Like no one's mature enough to like. No. No. 
I feel like this is like, I don't know. I don't really have. Well, maybe tell us how you and Marcus met then. Tell us a love story instead Aww. of instead of a bad dating story because that's all I seem to have, except for the mullet man. Ups to him. He's a good fella. <laughs> he sounds like a good so fella. So tell us a love story about how it all began. Um, he moved back to Exmouth from Broome. I think he was working up there for fishing charter. Mm. And I just moved back to Exmouth after like a three, I think it was like a two or three month hiatus from being here because I just wanted to get out of town and just yeah. start fresh. And he was living with some of my really good friends in town. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you got to meet Marcus. Rah-rah-rah. This tall, and, handsome man. I know. Um, Especially for a girl that's 5'3". I know. Everyone's <laughs> tall for me. It's great. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, nah, and then I hadn't actually... I think I'd seen him at the pub before on like a few occasions. Mm. People's birthdays. Like I'd seen him around. Like yeah. I'd never actually met him. And oh, I think he like... Maddie must have said something to him, and then I had a bit of a. This is so funny. I had a bit of an Instagram stalk. Yeah. So like, as I, we I do, liked a few photos. We all do that. To like, you know, when you like, you want them to see that you've liked something. Yeah. So I did that. Oh. I, I, I love that. I went a little bit further back, and I like liked a power few, move. Yeah. Absolute power move. He did it back to me. Mm. Like he did the same thing. <gasps> oh, Marcus, so romantic, <laughs> so romantic. How old were <laughs> like, you? Oh, how am I now? I would have been like, I would have been 20. Oh, maybe. God, so romantic. I think I was 20. Yeah. yeah. 20. Yeah. Um, and then I did it back again because I'm like a bit of a pussy when it comes to talking to people. Yeah. Um, and then like homeboy slid into my DMs. Oh, what did he say? Oh, I found how it How you once. gone, girl? No joke. I went back like three and a half years into our messages and I found it one day and I probably got it screenshot on my phone because it was so bad. Were you both so cringe or what? Yes. But, he, oh my God, he's going to murder me. <laughs> Tell us. He, it's he okay. He something along the lines of like... We love Marcus. Marcus was, is the vibe was, on, the, on the podcast. <laughs> it was just dumb. It was just like, are we going to keep back and forthing liking each Ooh. other's photos or are we going to actually have a conversation Ooh. or something like that putting the foot down yeah, love that it's just like we're gonna chat emmy we're talking yeah <laughs> you my boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> um no nah, and then like we started messaging because at this point he was working month on month off which yeah. is what he still does now yeah um and i think we talked for like three weeks yeah just on social media we like never properly met yeah. And then, like, he was due to come back to town. And I'm pretty sure, like, maybe a day into him having his off swing, we'd all talked about it before, going camping. Yeah, yeah. He came to my house. Mm. And that's where I met him, at my house. Oh, my God. And he picked me up. <gasps> and we went camping. You know what they say? They say <laughs> if you can camp with a significant well, other. two days. Yeah, and that's. And he never met. He could have murdered me. Nah. <laughs> no, surely not. Well, not a handsome, tall, tall man. Oh, I know, strange oh, man. God. But like, um, he just gotten the trophy, I think, recently, maybe a couple months before that. So he, like, had the bed in the back and everything. But um, power move on me. I brought my own swag <gasps> in case I didn't want to oh, sleep with girl, him. Girl, love that. I feel like that's a good move because yeah, like, no. Also, if he didn't want to sleep with me, 
I didn't wasn't put in an awkward position where I had to sleep with him because I didn't bring my own. Yeah, bed. you should never assume. I didn't. I male or female never assume. Good <laughs> I work, made this Emmy. man pick up my swag and put it in the back of his car, which Good had work. a bed set up in it. Yeah, because I, I slept with him, but <laughs> I brought my own. We swag love that, just in case. We love that. And on like the previous podcast, I spoke about fucking on the first day. Mm. And yours probably wasn't that. But There's a stigma around it. There is such a stigma like, around it. Also, you never know if it's going to end up being like a one-night stand or if a genuine relationship's going to happen from it. Because like, genuine relationships do happen from it. Yeah, I know. Like, fuck. There's genuine relationships coming from Tinder nowadays. I know. You know? Jesus Christ. Like, and I don't want to say mine and the mullet man's was a Tinder love story, but in a way, it did get us to, like, meet each other. Mm-hmm. So, kudos to Tinder. But nah, yeah, it was good. Oh, love at first sight. He must have been just head over heels. That dirty dog. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, nah, he's pretty good. Bless. He was actually... Oh God, do you want to hear something even cringier? Yeah, tell us. Okay, cool. So that camping trip, Mm. our first kiss, was the most awkward moment (gasps) of my existence. Oh. This man, right? So we're sitting in camp chairs by the fire. Yeah. And I don't know if he was like, I don't even know if we were holding hands or like he was touching me or anything like yeah. on my arm or something. Yeah. But this man went to kiss me, realized he wouldn't be able to oh. sitting in the chair like the way we were. Yeah. Side by side. Got up and pretended to look at the stars and was like, hey, oh my gosh, look at this star. <laughs> How bad is that? And he literally stood there. And looked at the stars so I'd get up and go stand next to him. Oh my so god, look me. at that star, Emmy. Emmy gets up. Oh my god, it's a star. <laughs> Let's kiss. <laughs> How awkward's that? I was like, oh god. Oh, that's so funny. Sometimes that makes He's such a dork. Yeah. I looked at photos from that trip. Bless. I was ripped. I was working out. I like Yeah, girl. I was very fit. He was a dork. Bless. Oh, that's so sweet. No, I love him. Oh, good to hear. Well, that is the end of the potty. Um, just wanted to say a big thanks for coming on because sometimes it can be scary talking about personal things that you've experienced. Um, but it's all for the better, you know. Mm. Sometimes people can learn from these experiences. Yeah. And I have gotten messages recently that they do love to hear like not just my experiences yeah. and well, maybe it's... they maybe they love just not hearing me talk for half an hour straight so well, there you go it's good to know that people are going through the same things as you it makes you feel not so alone yeah like that everyone's experiencing things yeah for sure that aren't perfect for sure cool right mm. well let's let's wrap it up and um hopefully we'll have another potty coming to you soon when I get back from holidays but until then cheerio bye 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 bye